Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is all about guilty pleasures. So listen to Tony and Annie as they go through their lists. Enjoy. Hey folks, it's Tony the Movie Guy. Before we start the episode, a quick message from our sponsor. So Great Oral Health. I've talked about these guys a few times. These are probiotic, like, chews, like tablets. They're actually really good for you. They taste good. Uh, you take them at the end of the day before you go to sleep. You wake up in the morning and your significant other is going to thank Great Oral Health tremendously for your excellent breath in the morning. Uh, this is a product I've used for over a year nearly. I, I love it. I couldn't recommend it more, uh, which is why I'm really happy to have them as our sponsor on the show. So go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use the special promo code to get 15% off your next order. That's G-O-H- 2019. G-O-H 2019. That's great oral health. Check them out. Now, on with the show. Hey folks, it's Tony the Movie Guy bringing you a piping hot brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. You like that? I really like that. And my co-host, Miss Money Annie. Hello. There you go. Enthusiasm. I am enthusiastic. I love this topic. I know. I, we, you picked a good topic and we're here to, uh, you know, keep our listeners entertained. Exactly. So we'll try and be all sprighty. Um, yeah, the topic we chose is guilty pleasure movies. Um, this is an interesting one, though, because, uh, I, again, you know me, I don't do a lot of Google searches and stuff, no. but there are, there are certain films that are kind of widely considered, quote unquote, I don't know why I'm doing the air quotes, because this is an <laughs> audio me. podcast, it's for, it's for you, that are considered guilty pleasure movies that are absolutely not. They are stone cold classics, like Independence Day. I saw that. It's like, considered what? a guilty pleasure. No, it's not. No. It's an amazing movie. Maybe it doesn't hold up as well. Dirty Dancing. I know. That's ridiculous. Give me a break. Or The Karate Kid. Shame. What? Right. Shame. It's one of the best movies of yeah, the 80s. No so when I put this list together, um, and again, this is just my stipulation. It's okay if yours is a bit different. But I, right. I really looked at films that... I unabashedly enjoy, even though I know they're pretty ridiculous. I did too. So or I they're kinda, really cheesy. I went along that line too. I did really think about it and I wasn't just like, okay, what do other people think guilty pleasures right. are? It's it's almost the ones I adore, though I shouldn't adore them. Right. That's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's exactly a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look. As always, our lists are subjective. I have mine. I did about 25. You probably did Me about too. the same. Uh, we'll go back and forth and uh, we'll chat about it. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be a nice, brisk, entertaining episode discussing our favorite guilty pleasures. I love it. You I ready? don't know why I love this subject so much. Probably because I actually love my guilty pleasures. Well, it's in the title. Yeah. You know, these are films that, you know, they just kind of make you 
chuckle, you know, even when you yeah. know they're ridiculous. You know, and some of them aren't terrible movies, no, but definitely they're, they're just guilty pleasures, you know? I want you to start this time. Oh. I'm giving you the floor. Okay, well, I, I've talked about this film a lot, and I, I mean, this film is terrible. <laughs> I know it's terrible, and I love it, and it's Biodome. Oh, with yeah. the one and only Paulie Shaw. Really good one. I love it's Biodome. It's so good. I fucking love it's Biodome. It's so bad, it's good. But I love it. Kylie Minogue's in this I movie. Remember. You know, um, and I, I think I've told this before on the podcast. This film is responsible for giving me some of my best pickup lines with chicks when I was a teenager. That's right. Because they're like, you know, excuse me, ma'am, did it hurt? What? When, when you, you fell. fell from heaven. You really used that, Tony. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my really? God. I, because chicks found it charming. They it's knew it was charming. dumb. It's well, pathetic. It worked. Oh, my God. It absolutely worked with some girls you know as well. <laughs> oh back in good no. old Blighty. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this film came out in the mid-90s. It's with one of the Baldwin brothers, Stephen Baldwin, I think. Um, Paulie Shaw. They're just like 90s stoners. And they get like, they go to this mall I think, to like pee, but it's not actually a mall. It's this environmental closed section. Project. Yeah, where yeah. scientists are going to live inside it for like one five year. years. Isn't oh, it one year? Yeah, I think, I think you're right, just year. for one year. And they won't, they'll be completely closed off from the outside world. For and yeah, and I, it's supposed to be all like natural environment and they get locked in there. It's like and, an inside jungle is what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue's in there as one of the chicks and they just get up to all kinds of mayhem. And I can't remember the name of the actor he's a guy from he's the douchebag in ghostbusters okay he's the main scientist in this um it's just a <laughs> stupid film i mean the acting is horrible um but i enjoy it and uh, i I, rem I loved it as a kid as a t oh, as a teenager i wasn't a kid um and then i re revisited it a few years ago thinking this is gonna be so lame and i guess maybe i wasn't that surprised I still loved it. And <laughs> I, I, think I have not seen it I've again. bought it. I've watched it three times since. Oh, it's just a dumb time capsule of the 90s. It's got a great little kind of punk rock and roll um, alternative 90 music soundtrack, uh, Biodome. Good old Paulie Shaw when in his days when he was such an incredible actor. Not. He wasn't. That's a really good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So my top one, and I unabashedly adore this film you're gonna roll your eyes at me anaconda oh i haven't seen this film you haven't seen anaconda with jennifer lopez yes i've heard of this movie and uh, it's like it's considered almost like a cult movie it is well yeah, yeah people but... love it i've never seen it to be honest I mean, is that it's... the one with ice cube as well yes okay ice cube jennifer uh, lopez and the the villain is oh he's in so many movies i'm gonna have to look it up after is it jean voight or... yes yeah yes uh, correct. Oscar winning winner John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason this is such a guilty pleasure is, I mean, first of all, at that time, there wasn't really very good CGI. So right. this gigantic snake that's like, you know, jaws of snakes, basically. Is it animatronic or is it a special effect? It's CGI. special effects okay. or a mixture of the two. But it's, I mean, it's so ridiculous and so unrealistic at times. Right. That's why it's kind of like, and the whole storyline is very like they're out on this jungle cruise type boat. They're scientists, you know, gone to look for this snake. And he's like the 
jungle dude who's warning them about the Jean this, yeah oh. Jean Voigt warning them about this horrible snake and what it's done and da, da, da. and one by one they get picked off it's like the classic does J-Lo get picked off um I don't remember I, I hope think, not I think she actually survives she's super J-Lo. hot in this movie yeah, too she's still super hot <laughs> it was one of her early early ones and she's like yeah. 50 and looks even better somehow <laughs> okay this isn't about J-Lo but anyway this is one of these films I've seen way too many times and I just adore this film. Um, I have to check it out. It re- it really is ridiculously cheesy, but I just love it. Yeah. All right. I'll check it out. Okay. My next one I almost didn't put on this list because I really do love this film. But I can't deny it really is cheesy, uh-huh. which is Roadhouse. Patrick Still Swayze. Haven't seen it. You haven't seen Roadhouse? No. I mean, I love this movie. It's a great action film, but the act, it's like a it's like the ultimate B movie. And it's got amazing lines like, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Right. You know, and like the the, the main bad guy is such a terrible actor. <laughs> the plot is ridiculous, but Sam Elliott's in this, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um I love it. I love it. It's just, it's such a good old fashioned kind of action movie. It's, like an Arnie movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, but way even cheesier. Okay. You know, they're even <laughs> cheesier. Saying something. And it's Swayze, like at his best, you know, but he's like, you know, he's all oiled up and stuff. It, like that's how ridiculous it gets. And, and really what does kind of make it a guilty pleasure is a, a lot of the acting with the town folk and everything like that. And the way the film ends, I won't give any spoilers is so ludicrous and over the top. Um, but it, it's the ultimate, one of the most ultimate B-movie, like, action films, Roadhouse. I will check it out. Yeah, it's good. I love it. Okay, so my next one, I don't think you've seen, I've banged on about this film, is Lake Placid. About mm, a giant no. killer crocodile. No, I haven't seen that. It's with Bridget Fonda, uh, Brandon Gleeson, it's about um, this little sleepy town in the middle of nowhere. I think it's like Minnesota. And there's a big lake. This is like in the same fashion of Anaconda, basically. Yeah, except it's not the jungle. It's, right, right. you know, sleepy midtown, um, mid, mid-America. And she is a, a cop. And um, Bridget Fonda. Mm-hmm. And basically... I like Bridget Fonda. What happened to her? I don't know. She was great in the 90s. She could just get old. No, she's not old. She's Jane Fonda's daughter. She's probably in her 40s. But in the 90s, she had a great run. I don't know. Yeah. But she's great in this movie. She's the, like, local cop. And she basically is um, going after this huge killer crocodile. And it somehow makes its way into this lake where there shouldn't really be crocodiles. And it's one of those they all get picked off movies as well. So it's like a horror. Horror. But unintentionally cheesy. Oh, so cheesy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's so unrealistic and so cheesy. And I don't know why I love this movie. Oh, it's okay. I really don't. I haven't seen it. So yeah. maybe it's It has one. like a scene where these two kind of hick um, guys with guns are like not supposed to be down by the lake and they both get torn apart and all that kind of stuff. It's basically it's a Jaws ripoff with a crocodile, right? Correct. <laughs> and I love it. Okay, but out of the two, you would say Anaconda I should check out first if I'm going to waste my time. Definitely. (laughs) Waste your time with both. Okay, good. So following my love of Paulie Shaw, (laughs) Encino Man. Of course. So this is another film. It is cheesy. It is ridiculous. It's not plausible at all. And I love it. (laughs) I've watched it three times in the last year. You know, and I mean, it's again, it's the ultimate. I actually like Paulie Shaw in this. He's like... 
I'll be back. That was really funny. Yeah. Hey, I remember hey it. guys. Okay. Do you remember in England they called this movie California Man? Yeah, because yeah. no one knew what Encino was in, yep. in England. But uh, Sean Austin, uh, you know, a young right. Samwise Gamgee. I mean, he's the main guy in it. Paulie Shaw's his best friend. And then Brendan Fraser was one of his first movies, you know, as a prehistoric guy who gets, uh, you know, frozen in I ice that movie was quite beloved no no, <laughs> no. i thought it was so maybe funny in, maybe where we are in england but no no i mean and it is extremely cheesy right it's pretty lame it's totally importable but as i said i mean i love it <laughs> i love it but not just that i actually really enjoy paulie shore in this movie i like yeah, his whole funny. like all right we're gonna go to the muck Oh, oh yeah that's right he had that you know, whole thing he, he, you know he like made this whole thing with his accent and stuff and the way he looked and it was just so tubular <laughs> that's right okay brodacious dude anyway i can't do it but it's <laughs> you're making it sound really annoying <laughs> then me, me and my wife watched it literally like two weeks ago as a matter of fact we rented it because i oh couldn't my find God. my copy of it because we were like we want to watch encino man it's just it's a guilty pleasure it's I enjoyable it. and it we were good. like remember we were like Perfect choice, you know. We yeah. loved it. And Brendan Fraser's good in this as yeah. well. He really is. He is. Anyway, that's good old Encino Man. Okay, yours are definitely along a certain road while mine are taking a very exact well, direction. Mine's all over the place. Yeah, but mine have like sections. And this uh, one's another one just like my last one. Did you watch The Meg yet? No. It was so no. bad. It's on HBO and I can't, <laughs> I don't know, I can't force myself to see it. I don't think you can. It just looks terrible. Here's the funny thing about it. Um, it's, again, ridiculously um, unbelievable. But you like Jason Statham, I right? Just I just enjoy don't like him Statham, even yeah. though he's not a good actor. Right. And he's just this over-the-top but action I don't dude. really even like his action stick. You know what I mean? Like I do oh, with, see, I do. with Arnie or Sly. I know? enjoy him. Right. I, you don't, like I just him. do. Do you enjoy him? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, a lot of people do. And the line, even the lines, the funny lines for this movie are so dumb. Right. And the, I'm sorry, the Asian, because it's mainly Asian actors, because it's over like basically in Asia, Thailand and so forth are awful. Right. Like the, the way they deliver lines are like, oh. I will now go to my house right. and like really bad. This is like a recent entry because it just came out I know, last year. But I thought I would put it up yeah. there with my animal movies. Internationally, it actually made money, made bank in America. It didn't. Uh, it was so bad, but so good somehow. Like maybe I will watch it. It's on HBO I, But You right have now. to literally. I mean, I would suggest maybe being a little drunk or something <laughs> or just take it for what it is that it's not going to be great. Right. That it's really silly. Well, but, that's the idea, right? Yeah. All right, that's the Meg. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I kind of started with all the, the, the ridiculous comedies. This is another film that, again, I mean, it's terrible, but I love it, which is White Chicks. Have you seen White Still Chicks? Still have not seen that. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, it's ridiculous. Again, they wouldn't even be able to make a film like this today. Uh, and it came out maybe 15 years ago after the whole scary movie, uh, you know, oh, okay. phase, because it's the, it's the Wayan Brothers um, and they are FBI agents and they go undercover as two white chicks. These like <laughs> hot, like blondes, you know, who are doing this special event in the Hamptons. And, and obviously the makeup and the outfits are ridiculous. But like Terry Crews is 
fucking hilarious in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Terry Crews. It's not coming to uh, mind. He's a big buff black actor who's oh, okay. on Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine and he's in Expendables. Anyway, he is so funny in this. Uh, it, it's just ridiculous. And the bond they make with the girls, this group of girls, and it's got Jennifer Carpenter, the sister from Dexter, and one oh, of wow. her earlier roles in it. It's actually quite endearing and, and sweet and Ugh, I want to see that now. It's hilarious. You will actually love it. It's really cute. And what's that really girly song? You know, and I will go a hundred miles oh. just to see you. They do this. Yeah. Anyway, they do this whole sing along and then Terry Crews sings to it. And that's like, you can Google that. That's like all over the place. There's oh. gifts and memes. It's so dumb. But I really enjoy it. They did a bunch of other ones. They did like Lil Man, which was terrible. And, you know, Scary Movie, the first one I liked. But yeah, like I those are now, too. but now those are so outdated. Oh, Somehow know. White Chicks still holds up for me and I thoroughly enjoy it. Nice. Definitely check it out. I will. All right. Uh, my next one is Mars Attacks. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah, I love Mars I Attacks. I adore that movie. It's I so stupid. Yeah, see, I don't. And I love it. I'm, hold on. No, I took it, you off, took it off. Because <gasps> I didn't I think it. because I didn't think it was a guilty pleasure. I actually think it's a really yeah, but, smart film and but the think cast about how is incredible. Stupid and unrealistic it is. Well, I mean there's a million films I could rattle off like that. I actually really like it. Like I actually think it's and the We cast, like all of these. I know, but though. Glenn Close, Jack Nicholson Freaking, what's his name? But Pierce Brosnan, still, Michael J. Fox. No, it is ridiculous. On. It's like Tom Jones is in this movie. <laughs> Everybody is in this movie. Natalie Portman. <laughs> it's true. It yeah. has an A-list cast. Yeah. But really, if you throw together all the storylines and look at how ridiculous the scripts yeah, are, and the aliens really are is. ridiculous. I mean, the Martians and how yeah. they kill them. I mean, oh, really? Yeah. I, that's why I was like, okay, this is kind of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I, I do love I, it. It's Tim Burton. It's like Tim Burton. That is Tim Burton esque. <laughs> you know, I I thoroughly enjoy it. You're All right, right. You can no, veto no, it. No, no, no. no. Okay. It is a guilty pleasure. You're totally right. It's certainly not like considered <laughs> in his like fine canon of great movies. Um, I thoroughly enjoy that movie. Okay, good. Let's see what else I've got. Conair. Okay. So, well, here's why. Like Face Off. Again, a lot of people consider a guilty pleasure. Face Off at the time was amazing. Con Air at the time was amazing and you knew how ridiculous it was. That's the difference for me. When I look at Con Air, Face Off and The Rock, The Rock and Face Off are actually quite brilliant um, and still hold up. Con Air has lines like, when you just give me the bunny back? You know, and like, okay. And, and it's got like, it had one of those big love songs from the 90s in it. You know, like it was so discombobulated this is just my opinion. Okay. But to me, that's why I it's such an over-the-top, defy-the-senses action movie. But there's lots that of it's those, a guilty like pleasure. Speed. But to me, Speed is brilliant. Speed is brilliant. So is Connor. Right, but I don't think it's the same kind of just total ridiculousness like i I think the villain's incredible i think uh i think keanu reeves gives like a 
a good performance it made him a star sandra bullock's amazing in it and it's the perfect combination of like tense thriller action comedy whereas i mean face off i mean it's like nick uh, not face off connor, um, yeah. connor is like you know nicholas cage hair blowing in the that wind part and, is unbelievably i mean cheesy. it's just ridiculous you know okay i'll give it to you and I'll that's why like You're i right. thought about it like, i was like yeah maybe face off i was like you know you know what even though face off is ridiculous they kind of knew that and I don't know. You had never seen anything like it. And right. at that time, the John Woo action stuff and all the slow motion right. flying doves w was kind of groundbreaking right. in American cinema. So, I mean, maybe it's not really a guilty pleasure, but to me it is. And it just makes me feel better about enjoying <laughs> Con Air so much. I, I, I would agree with you there because yeah. I do enjoy and it Steve too Buscemi is that like serial killer oh, yeah. that you love. And yeah, John Malkovich. Uh, I mean, everyone just hammed it up to the 10th, you know, 10th degree, 11th degree. It was, right. it was so, so over the top ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. That's why I say Con Air. I agree. Alrighty. All right. Next, I'm going sort of uber cheese, legally blonde. Oh, God. But that's a good movie, it's... no? I don't really like it. So. Oh, come on. It is so cheesy. I, I, I'll give it to you. But I thought it made like Reese Witherspoon a big international star. And it was like a, a, like a big that movie. That is not what made her a but star But just so you know, I, I'll, let you, I'll let you have it 100% because I'm not a fan of that movie. Okay. Danny loves it. I really enjoy it. No, it wasn't what made her a star. She was already famous right. for quite a few other things because I followed her a lot. I don't maybe forget what it office. was made. Like it was a big, big hit. Maybe it was, yeah. maybe it wasn't. Um, I thought of it and then Googled after to check it and it was on a lot of lists yeah. too. Regardless, it's so freaking stupid. I mean, yeah. she's this airhead that, that talks like this like really i'm so stupid her and her little dog and you know she's a bimbo who goes to law school and i mean that the story itself is very basic you right, know right. she obviously falls she's in love run, blah, after, blah, this blah, guy, run right? after a guy falls in love with another guy yeah. wins a case i think and it's just so so cheesy Good. over the top like taking a law movie or like one of these law shows and making it unbelievably stupid right but i adore it okay legally yeah. blonde all right another ridiculous comedy uh i have a soft spot for rob schneider i love him there's a number of ridiculous films he made but the one that um still kind of stands the test of time for me is the hot chick I, I think it's freaking adorable it's also a super young rachel mcadams okay um he swaps with her basically and it's a super young anna ferris and you know i'm a big fan of anna ferris um it is so dumb and it's freaking hilarious and i love it to bits the hot chick okay um this one is interesting because it was i think a big blockbuster hit but was ridiculously cheesy in my opinion armageddon Oh, yeah, come on. I mean, Armageddon is, it was a huge international hit. It, Armageddon is like the ultimate guilty pleasure movie. Okay, good. Because I which is, Armageddon. Which is why I don't put Independence Day on the list. Yeah. Because they are very different. They are very Independence different. Day was like groundbreaking in its effects and actually had some really incredible performances. Whereas Armageddon was all bravado, over-the-top ridiculousness. You're, you're also missing a main point, which is that, you know, Independence Day is sci-fi. It's right. aliens, it's things that well, don't so exist. So Armageddon, kind of. No, no. It's the concept of something that could happen in real life. Sure. They're taking something like the sun, you know, right. uh, is going to crash into the earth and 
but it's I a think, bit different than right. aliens, something that doesn't but exist. All the, you know? Also, the difference is these bunch of like, you know, macho oil yeah, rig people exactly. who, who have are, no training who to have go to no space. No training and suddenly are sent to space in as three months. The, the of last training. stand to save planet Earth is just ridiculous. And you had like, so and again, you had Steve Buscemi riding the missile, and you had Michael Clark Duncan and Owen Wilson, the Hot cowboy ben guy. Affleck running yeah, the show. Hot Ben Affleck and the Aerosmith song. I and know. I mean, it is, and that film is all explosions and this and that. And then, of, uh, you know, really Bruce, Bruce Willis, love at, yeah, at his most heroic. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I, here's the thing: I need to revisit it because back in the day, I loved that movie, and I remember trying to watch it a few years ago, but I was kind of distracted, and it was like, my God, this is all explosions and cheese. Yeah, I want to kind of sit down and enjoy it again because I can't deny when we watched Independence Day at a Fourth of July event we did a few years ago, I was even like. Even this is starting to wane a bit. Oh, it didn't wane for me yeah, at all. It, it did me, for me a bit. but I, So I need to re-watch Armageddon. But you're totally right. It's absolutely a Independence Day will never be a guilty pleasure to me. I will always adore it. Mm. Armageddon, I re-watched five years ago and really was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is so cheesy. cheesy, but I still love it. Yeah, so and, and no, and it was a huge international hit. So they can be as well, you know. And I mean, look at what people watch these days, for Christ's I sake. Know. You know, the whole Twilight series, all these movies. <laughs> That's on my list. Right, Fifty Shades series, all these movies. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Alrighty, so that was your one, right? Yes. And that yeah. was on my list. Okay, wow, I have loads of comedies. Don't mess with the Zoan. Adam Sandler. You've never seen that? I don't. Oh, yeah. I think you, you screened oh it for God. me once. I don't remember it. It's like the Iraqis oh, and the right. Pakistanis. I can't remember exactly against each other. And Adam Sandler plays this like, you know, super agent spy guy right. who's had enough of saving the day. So he fakes his death and he goes to New York to become a hairdresser, a famous like salon owner. And it's ridiculous. And he ends up like opening up the song and he That's just right. he bangs all the old women and then gives them a great hairstyle. And uh, it's, uh, it's just funny. It's ridiculous. Really funny. And freaking Mariah Carey has like a cameo in this. And who's and the, the girl in the movie? She's from Entourage. Oh, that's right. I can't remember the, the actress. It's a Manuel Shakira or something, mm. but um, she's gorgeous. Um, it's such a dumb, dumb movie, mm. but it's one of those films that you can just, I mean, it's one of those Adam Sandler films that kind of defies reality and is yeah. so stupid, you know, not as bad as like That's My Boy or something, which is just right. really bad or a little nicky. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it's so daft, but yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's you over the I mean? top stupid like Zoolander in a way. Something right, but like Zoolander that. is one of the funniest movies ever made to exactly. me, which is why to me it's not a guilty I, I didn't pleasure. I Because it's on so funny. Whereas, I mean, that's why there's kind of a fine line, isn't there? But, yeah. But Don't Mess With a Zohan is so dumb yeah and so it's just unrealistic so dumb, you know and, and and then it tries to kind of take itself seriously sometimes but i just i thoroughly enjoy it and also most people hate the movie <laughs> yeah i I, I, I remember you showing me a couple of years ago i really yeah, like i enjoy it it's so fun all right i'm gonna bunch two together because they're almost the same okay which is volcano and dante's peak god yeah see i remember that i have seen them but they just kind of came and went peak for me is the one with pierce brosnan right and the other one's tommy lee jones tommy right? lee jones yeah. and oh what's her name uh robin tunney no yeah she's a blonde actress oh uh, linda hamilton yeah from terminator that's yeah. right um anyways it's so funny that i know the posters i know who the the stars are dante's peak is 
is more of a family story in in like a mountain area and obviously the volcano erupts and all hell breaks loose right and it's incredibly cheesy really over the top it came out like the same year as well right one of those weird studio like dual movies i would say volcano is more of a guilty pleasure because it's about a volcano actually erupting in los angeles and going like destroying the whole city (laughs) exactly right how so So that one's ridiculous more ridiculous and the way people die and everything and it's just so ridiculously over the top like um, intentionally so or not? No. It's almost better it was, when it's not that's intentional. That's the thing. It was taking itself quite seriously, right. I think. That's Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. Oscar winner Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> and uh, the the young girl, I forget. She never really... I don't know if she ever did much when she was older, but she was in Now and Then um, quite a few things in the 90s. Okay. Um, anyway, I enjoy these. I'll watch them when they're on the TV and... It is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I saw them when they came out in the 90s. They kind of came and went for me and I've forgotten them. But that's good. Okay. That's some volcano movies, huh? <laughs> All right. What else have I got? I actually don't know why I put this on the list because I fucking love this movie. But I guess it is ridiculous, which is Demolition Man. Yeah. With Wesley Snipes, it Sylvester Stallone, ridiculous. Sandra Bullock. Let's go blow this guy. I haven't seen it's it It's blow so this long. guy away. It's so good. It's actually really good. I mean, it is ridiculous. Dennis Leary, you know, Taco Bell is like a five-star high-end restaurant in this like dystopian future. Um, I mean, it's a, they get cryogenically frozen. Wesley Snipes is like the baddie. Right. And, and um, Sly is like this cop who gets framed, you know, and then that super weird sex scene. Sex has been banned. So they put on these like head devices and they have sex through like neuro mind control that's so weird and then the the three seashells there's no toilet paper when you go to the bathroom and that swearing is banned uh i actually love this movie (laughs) i love demolition man i saw it in the theater i've watched it so many times it's ridiculous you're right it's such a fine line on what's really guilty pleasure so that's why it's great when it's just a subjective list right I mean, I put it on here because I love it. And I guess because it makes me feel so giddy. I enjoy it. Yeah. It also takes me back. You know, uh, it, it's a great movie. Good old Demolition Man. And it's also it. Sly at his best. And it's Snipes at his best. Dennis Leary's great in this. Kind of one of his early roles when he was like a hot comedian. Anyway, and Sandra Bullock. Benjamin Bratt's in this. Can you screen it for me? Actually, Rob Schneider's in this too. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I wonder if I own it. I'm sure I do somewhere. Awesome. Yeah. It's so funny, a little tangent, because as you know, I've got like a thousand DVDs. Yeah. Then I have like 300 Blu-rays, but I'm so lazy. Now I won't even get my DVDs. I won't even get my Blu-rays. Now I've got 300 movies on digital and I'm just (laughs) renting. My wife is so pissed off with me because I have some copies. I have some. three times. Donnie Darko, you know, I have on (laughs) Blu-ray twice, on DVD three times. And I have it in 4K. Oh, my God. Digital. I have like six copies. The Dark Knight. I have like four copies. It's (laughs) ridiculous. Anyway, little tangent. (laughs) Um, But that's why you're Tony the movie guy. Digital is the best, though. That's the way we're going. Of course. It's so easy. I know. Click a button and the movie you want is right there. I don't know the last time I put on a DVD. I I don't. It's terrible. Um, There's certain exceptions, like the Lord of the Rings limited edition DVD. It's still better than any other edition. Yeah. That that full extended DVD is incredible. So there are certain exceptions like that. But okay. anyway, there you go. <laughs> uh, my next one is Charlie's Angels. 
Oh wow! I, I love. Charlie's I really Angels. like that movie. Re- no, no, no! It's super cheesy, it's, so it's a great I mean, it's choice. Three super hot women as like Lucy these Lou, karate. Cameron Diaz, yeah. Karate spies run by someone you never see. Bill Murray as uh, Charlie. Uh, no, no, he's no, not. He's the Bosley. Bosley. Yeah, it's so corny. I love it. So cheesy. The and prodigy I, soundtrack. I adore both of them. Yeah. One and two. The second one's really cheesy. So bad. Yeah. That one's with Demi Moore. Yeah, and She's so hot in it. <laughs> the first one actually has awesome action sequences it does. like it really doesn't it? it's quite funny yeah i mean you're totally right and it's got freaking joey from friends in it that's right yeah Matt he's in, he's in the second one as no a... he's lucy lou's husband yeah in the second oh yeah he, he's, in, he's in the second one yeah. too that's right and luke wilson is cameron diaz's right. love interest oh and then freaking a young sam rockwell yeah who's drew barrymore's love interest and yep. then spoilers is he's actually a good baddie he's in a that. baddie yeah i actually unabashedly really enjoy charlie's angels and you're right it's a pretty damn terrible movie but so that's so a good. great choice as a guilty pleasure because it's thoroughly entertaining and McGee directed those i don't know what happened to that the director his, he's got the weirdest name his name is McGee. do you remember that film that came out on um netflix that we both loved the babysitter yeah and we were like where did this come from yeah, it was great that's McGee. Oh, super entertaining i can see that he has this big like flair and style to his movies I love um, it. Yeah, and he hasn't had much of a, a big career. But we should rewatch Charlie's I Angels. Th- I, I watched them both of them last year, and the second one is definitely much more forgettable. And it's got freaking uh, the guy from um, Back to the Future. I can't believe I've gone blank. The dad from Back to the Future is in oh. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. McFly, George yeah. McFly. He's that weird guy, uh, like That's baddie right. who's obsessed with Drew Barrymore. Oh, the creep. Yeah. The ultimate creep. Yeah. And then in the end, he ends up like, yeah, really yeah, and the nice. second one, he turns good. Yeah, and this came out right after The uh, the Matrix. So that's, that's why right. it's got a lot of that amazing stop motion, slow motion. But they make it cheesy in that one. But that's the funny thing. it's kind of cool. <laughs> I like the it. The whole scene up at the observatory. Oh, yeah. Was that's so right. Griffith yeah. Observatory. There's a whole sequence there. Anyway, yeah. I love those. I love those it. Are, those those are are a great choice. Okay, this is a total guilty pleasure. You know, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Of course. His films are very hit and miss. Uh, This is one of his most loathed films that Danny and I adore, which is Jersey Girl. Have you seen Jersey Girl? You've told me to, and I still haven't. Danny and I have seen this movie a dozen times. Wow. One of George Carlin's last roles, who's a a, a great uh, comedian. Um, Remember, Rufus from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, Ben Affleck. J-Lo. This was during the height of, um, what were they called? J-Lo and uh, Ben Affleck. They had, I can't remember. Benefer. Oh, the, yeah, the Benefer. Benefer thing. This was at the height of that whole scandal when they were together. Um, so they literally, she got cut out of the movie. So she dies. Wow. She's the wife that dies at the beginning. She's only in the first 10 minutes. And he has to raise this little girl on his own. Um, it, it's such a sweet film. He's this big, like... Hollywood entertainment hotshot, like producer, writer guy. But then his wife dies and he has to raise his daughter. I feel daughter. like I have seen this. Um, it's super sweet. It's got this t- great cameo from Will Smith. Uh, Matt Damon shows up in it cameoing. This is like early Funny. 2000s when I guess Kevin Smith was still tight with these guys. It's a really sweet film. Jason Biggs from American Pie oh, is wow. great in this movie. Um, it's not even that funny. It's just a real, you know, yes, it's sappy, but it's a really sweet film. And uh, we love it. We've I've seen it four or five times with Danny. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> Jersey Danny. Girl. Check it out. Very underrated in my opinion. 
All right. Uh, next one, you'll probably roll your eyes. It's Bring It On. I've never seen it. You've never seen Bring no, It On? No, I've actually... Danny adores this movie because so she was a cheerleader. Kirsten Dunst, yeah. uh, complete cheerleader movie. I've watched movie. bits of it with Danny, but I've never sat down and seen it from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the classic story. It's, it's like a sports movie. Isn't you this know? like gospel, like the Bible for cheerleaders now? It's an though? underdog team, yeah. you know, there's a competition and they go and they win. It's right. the basic story of almost all the sports movies. But they've made like six sequels yeah, and people sequels swear by this movie. They yeah. were awful. But the first that one one's was, the only one you like? Yeah, that one. Well, I watched two and three. I oh. tried because at the time I really enjoyed them. Right. And obviously there's a love story and it's really cute. And I, I, I unabashedly love it. Yeah. One day I'll have to check it out, you know, and if you're a cheerleader, you've probably seen it a thousand times. Yeah, so. probably. That's funny. Okay, let's see. I know this is on your list. You and I have talked about this film, Deep Blue Sea. Absolutely on my list. Okay. So this, good. I mean, this is a film that either they were unintentionally this brilliant or they really were so tongue-in-cheek that they knew what they were doing. Absolutely. And it was brilliant. Either way, it's a winner. Uh, this was a little film that came out in the 90s it kind of came and went yeah um sam jackson was the big star of it yeah and then they kill him off right at the beginning in one of the best movie death scenes you'll ever see totally. where he gives this whole heroic speech and then the shark just eats him whole um and, and the plot is ridiculous the real star of the film is thomas jane who's never become really a big star yeah. but I, I actually love the guy i like him and um saffron barrows who's this beautiful British actress. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Never really broke out internationally. Um, I, I think some other, I can't remember the, the name of the uh, the black actor with the, the parrot. Um, but we he, had this conversation last time. And I we think I remember, remember. I probably remembered it. It's not I like, was like, Ice Cube, yeah. Ice Cube, Ice no, Cube. It's and definitely you were like, not no. Ice Cube. Um, and the funny thing is, I think I knew who it was at the time, and now I can't remember. That's funny. Um, you know, um, it's, I think it's the guy who does the NCI LA show oh, now right. with um, yes. Chris um, O'Donnell. Um, but I've just I've forgotten oh, his name. Me. But anyway, um, this film is ridiculous. I mean, it's about these scientists who do experiments and sharks to make them super intelligent. Yeah. And then the sharks like basically, uh, you know, form a group to go re get revenge on them. Well, they think it's only one. Right. 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 And then it's, so it's a more... whole group of them. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. It is so over top. So <laughs> stupid. So and dumb. thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining. I love it. Yeah. Thoroughly I've entertaining. Seen it so many times. Which is why I'm like. Whether they knew what they were doing or not, it, it's truly become like a cult film because it's weird. It wasn't very, it wasn't successful at all. And I don't even know if it's kind of grown in sales, you know, on DVD or whatnot. But everyone I talk to has seen this movie loves it. I know. For the I same know. pure guilty pleasure factor. And because it is pretty funny too. Oh, it is, yeah. It does come across like they are making fun of themselves. Yeah. And they know it's ridiculous. Well, maybe, I maybe think... not. Because I remember when I first watched that, I, did, I didn't really know that. But uh, when you go back to it, you're like, yeah, this is so dumb. I love it. it it's a great film. And I'll follow right in with Sharknado. Oh, yeah. Because Guilty Pleasure. I, I'm going to say one and two. Cause second the one rest, for me. Yeah. yeah, the second was the best in my I, opinion. The one in New York with all the so cameos. Good. And I really, really enjoyed good old Anthony C. Ferrente, who was a guest on our show. Correct. We love him. Anyway, you know? those movies are, to me, like the definition of Guilty Pleasures yeah. because they're absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Even the concept is 
completely insane. And it became such a huge phenomenon, literally. A Tara Reid, it gave her a rebirth to her career. Ian Zerig from uh, Beverly Hills, 90120. 90124456. <laughs> made him, again, a big a big star. But they are, you're right, like the first and second one especially, yeah. I've watched a couple of times. Because it's Los Angeles yeah. and New York, and then the rest are like all over the world. Yeah. And, anyway. and they made... Like the fourth awakens, global swarming, That's and then right. the sixth one, like that we just—it's about time, premiere, yeah, like yeah. a year ago. Wow, they made six Sharknado I movies. I know, uh, I had to put them great on great guilty pleasure films. I'm also a big like shark movies in general. You I love will them, always yeah. watch them, and most of them are guilty pleasures because yeah. most of them are ridiculous. Yeah, we need so, another series like that. Yeah, and they try to copy it with like octopuses and all these other things, no, but none of work. them captured the same magic of Sharknado. And you're right. I mean, the title is so ridiculous. <laughs> no one knew that was going to be such a sensation. Even Anthony, the director, says that himself. Like, holy shit! You, you thought know? he was making some little B movie. Oh and, my god! Anyway. Well, he was, but it was a sensation. Yeah, because you're right. It's a guilty pleasure totally you know? see what do i have next okay this film is terrible and i just rewatched it so this really cements the fact that for some reason it's a guilty pleasure for me because i somehow i've watched this movie now four times which is another adam sandler movie jack and jill but this oh, film yeah. is terrible because i watched it again about a month or so ago because i was having a bad day and i just wanted to put on something silly and i got through the whole thing but i kind of saw this time what people were talking about <laughs> when people consider it like one of the worst films ever made. They they do. Oh, wow. Um, and that Al Pacino is in this movie and they oh my gosh. thought it was like the lowest of lows. So Adam Sandler plays Jack and his twin sister, Jill. Right. Um, here's the thing. Again, it's a movie that's not actually that funny. It's got a couple funny scenes in, but otherwise it's just stupid. Here's what I liked about it. A, I liked seeing Al Pacino just go batshit crazy. Yeah. B, I liked, which Adam Sandler does in a lot of his movies, I like how kind of heartwarming they are sometimes. Right. Yeah, they it's are sweet. sweet. Yeah. And it has this whole opening of real twins all around the world and these like video interviews mm. with different twins, which I just thought was really yeah, well done. Cool. And then it closes and ends on that as well. And I thought it was really sweet. And I somehow that just made the film a bit more grounded. And then you get into all this like ludicrousness. But I don't know. It was just kind of it was entertaining. It does not sound like one I will be checking out, to be Jack honest. Jack and Jill. I'll watch it at least once. I would. I've seen it four times somehow. Oh, wow. I enjoy it. All right. This one, you're going to laugh because you know Danny loves them too and you detest these movies. National Treasure 1 and 2. Oh, I don't detest them. Yes, you do. I, no, you no, told me no. you hate them. No, not at all. I don't you're detest like, them. I hate these movies. But I'm definitely not a big fan. The first one is okay. The second one I really They're didn't amazing. enjoy. There are only two, right? I love them. Yeah, it's these were two. huge hits. So Big Disney movies, and I know they are, but they are considered yeah. ridiculous. Oh, especially yeah. now uh, yeah. with Nicolas Cage's entire, yeah. you know, Justin Bartha, his um, sidekick. Yeah, I I love these movies. They are over the top adventure movies with just. Um, an hidden essence. treasure in the White House. Yeah, an <laughs> essence of ridiculousness, but so good. Yeah, I yeah. love them. I yeah, absolutely love they them. They were fun family movies. As I said, I think I've seen the first one twice. Yeah. And Sean Bean's in that one, another bad guy role for him. The second one, I, I think, was, uh, yeah, Jean Voight's in this. Mm -hmm. Ed Harris is in this. Mm -hmm. That's like big actors. I, I've watched the first one probably at least eight times. The oh second God. one probably five times. Do you really enjoy it? I really love them. Yeah, they made money. Yeah. All right. 
Okay, this one is so cheesy. And again, this is a time capsule for me because I bought this and I watched it with Danny because the the theme song from this movie was our theme song at our wedding, which we did that Mm. dance to. And she couldn't stand it. And I secretly was like, oh God, this really is bad. When we watched it, it. Mannequin. Mannequin I'm sure that does not hold up. Kim Cattrall, Andrew McCarthy, Hollywood. Remember one of the first like gay black, you know, like sidekicks who I loved, you know, and she's like this pharaoh princess from ancient Egypt and, you know, becomes this like mannequin that comes to life and, you know. It's making me remember. And it's got the guy, uh, I think Proctor, I can't remember his name from Police Academy. Uh, and then it's got the great song, nothing's gonna stop That's us the end, now, yeah. you know, which got like an Academy Award nomination, by the <laughs> oh way. Oh It is so cheesy. It's so cheesy. So cheesy. Yeah. Good old mannequin. Mannequin the so best. And so 80s, man. <laughs> I'll go 80s with you and give you girls just want to have fun. I uh, adore really? girls yeah, see, just want to have fun. I, don't, I just don't like Let it. Let me talk about this a little bit. Yeah. My sister was obviously a dancer when we were yeah. young. So she watched all the dance movies, Flash Dance, all these great. Helen Hunt yeah. and, and Sarah, uh, Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. And some other people pop up in that movie, but I forget. We watched that, I would say, 20 times together. My, so it was like my sister's and my movie. Oh, yeah. You've talked about this because the they're trying to get onto a dance contest, like competition. TV show. And yeah. she has basically been raised by her dad is a, um, a military pastor or he's very strict. And he won't let her do anything, go out, do anything. And she just loves to dance. And she's brilliant. Yeah. And Helen Hunt like makes her rebel. And it's so cheesy. But so 80s and so brilliant. I remember as a kid and I remember trying to watch it recently and I was just kind of like, eh. No, I, when I wa- re-watched it, I do have to say. It's cheesy. It's cheesy and does not hold up well, but I I love it. Still a guilty I, pleasure. It's a total guilty pleasure. All right. Well, there you go. Girls just want to have fun. And it made an amazing song. That song. Just wanna. They just wanna. That is so a brilliant good. song. Good old Cindy Lauper. All right. Um, this is a film that when it became a huge international box office hit, the director and the producers called the actor and he said, congratulations, you're a movie star. Tom Cruise's Cocktail. Yeah. Uh- this film is such a cheesy film it doesn't also know what it's supposed to be because Why do you think it's so cheesy though oh, like God, it was it quite so serious che- well that's what i was gonna say it it's like romance drama it gets know really heavy at times it is so cheesy but it did give the world kokomo Bermuda, <laughs> Jamaica, boo, I want to take See, I just didn't think it was Bermuda, cheesy. I just thought Bahama. it was... Brian Brown's in A bad this. script. Elizabeth Shue. It's so cheesy 80s. Mm, maybe I need to Although everyone it. was doing the whole cocktail thing. It made that a sensation. Yeah. Tom Cruise actually trained and did all the flips and stuff with the drinks. I don't know. It's a guilty pleasure for me because I think it's a terrible movie. Many people see it as a terrible movie, but... It, it was a huge success. Huh. So that they were like, literally they, he got a call saying you just made this film, even though critics lambasted it, it made like $200 million wow. because it was Tom Cruise. Amazing. Um, 
I mean, I think it's true. I mean, you're right. I mean, his friend commits suicide it's at really the end sad, and everything. Yeah. And then, like, she has his baby and the, the mm-hmm. dad wants to freaking sell him off. And it gets, like, really, like, deep. When it starts really light and fluffy and then it gets really deep. I think the acting is pretty terrible with yeah. everyone concerned. I don't see there's much chemistry between him and Elizabeth Shue. Um, yeah. It's very, very 80s. I, I guess that's why. But it is a bit of a guilty pleasure for me because okay. I kind of enjoy the movie still. Fair enough. You know, even though I know it's pretty terrible. All right. My next one is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. I tried to watch it with Christy Swanson. Oh, I love it so I much. I really liked that film in the 90s and I got through like 30 minutes of it. Okay. I love it. I mean, well, you obviously. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, I love anyway. the show. I love yeah. the character. She's kick ass. I will give you that when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> These oh. vampires are really quite cheap. I and it's know Luke, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah it's Luke so Perry. sad. Rest Which in is, peace. He was at the time doing 90210 right. and was really popular. I remembered him from the that. Stud. And Pee Wee Herman yes. is the evil vampire. <laughs> That's right. And Donald Sutherland yep. shows up in this. Mm-hmm. Another like great actor. And you know, I love like Robin you said, Tunney's in this Buff- too. I love Buffy. Yeah. And I watched the series like ten times. But that movie has such a place in my heart right. and in my sister's. She had this big poster of Luke Perry in that movie yeah. with Christy Swanson in, you know, in her bedroom. I love it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that film when it came out in the 90s. So it totally counts as a guilty pleasure. Okay, this is a macho man's man guilty pleasure movie. I don't know if you've seen this. Tango and Cash. I uh, have not. Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, wow. Kurt Russell is the bad boy cop and Sylvester Stallone is the straight-laced cop and it is so ridiculous. It is so <laughs> ridiculous. I mean there's one scene where they they're both stripped naked in prison and they're being like tortured and they they're like covered in like oil and you know they're being like oh, electrocuted and they're both just like Tango, Tango, and he's like cash as they watch each oh, wow. other get. It's so. And then Terry Hatcher is uh, in this. Uh, she's like gorgeous in this movie. Uh, do you know Terry Hatcher from uh, Desperate Housewives? Lewis and Clark. Yeah, definitely. Um, it is such a cheesy action movie that I thoroughly enjoy. This was at the time of Lethal Weapon, Die Hard. So they were just, you know, churning out these ridiculous, like, cop buddy, buddy cop. movies. Yeah. Uh, but because it's Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone, it elevated it for me. But it's I terrible. Would watch that. Yeah, Tango and Cash. All right, I'm going to go on a little uh, uh, horror tangent here. Okay. So of the Halloween movies, there's one that's particularly cheesy, Halloween H2O. Oh, I, I, you made me watch this. I did. That is terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's got like a baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt who gets his head split open by like ice skates. <laughs> I know. I love that movie. It's the, you yeah, know why you I love, love that, that movie? Is <laughs> because they take the Halloween thing and they bring it to a college. Josh Hartnett. You know? Josh Hartnett, Hartnett super hot in it. Great cast, but yeah. terrible so movie. Good. Yeah, you love it. I, I adore you this You like film. do like proud screenings to us. Hey, most people enjoyed it. Well, it was a point of like making fun of it. It's right. a slasher that you really can make fun yeah. of and it's corny and I adore it. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I guess now I'm kind of following the way you were putting your list together because now I've got all these like macho cheesy movies. Predator 2. Yes, I remember Predator, that. the first one is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's a great movie. Predator 2 with Carl Weathers uh, Apollo Creed from the Rocky okay. movies, uh, basically replacing Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
it's so over the top ridiculous. But what's kind of smart and brilliant about this is they take the predator to the city, you know, New York. Right. But it is I don't think I saw so this. ridiculous. It's got Bill Paxton in it as well. Gary Busey. It's so cheesy. <laughs> the acting's pretty terrible. Um, you know, it's so over the top ridiculous. You know, it opens with just this big like gang warfare and then Carl Weathers comes just riding in in his car you know swings the car and like knocks over all these people and comes out he's got this like 15 foot fucking bazooka pistol it's it's ridiculous i thoroughly enjoy this movie almost more than the first one. Oh wow that's <laughs> predator 2 all right my next one is another horror which is fear oh yeah Marky with, Mark, um... reese with a spoon I kind of like that it's movie. It's a good movie. It's quite but creepy. come on, she's, you know, being felt up on the Ferris yeah, wheel, yeah. having this over the top orgasm. Yeah. And For the first time. It's her first orgasm. <laughs> oh, come on. But he's genuinely creepy when he cuts the fucking dog's head off hey, and puts it through the mailbox. Spoiler. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a really over the top, cheesy, it is. love horror movie. It is very over the top. Yeah. Um, and and just the clothes and everything yeah. in it is really, really corny. The dad is actually quite good in that he's as well. William good. Peterson yeah. from CSI. Yeah, I thought he was good. actually good in it. He's good. It is. It is Reese pretty Reese Witherspoon's pretty, pretty cheesy in yeah, this. Yeah, her acting's pretty her bad. Her friend is pretty bad. Like, yeah. it's, it's all just a bit... That's the chick who, like... Spearheads the Me Too movement now. Alyssa Milano. Are you serious? Yeah, I she's the one that. who spearheaded the whole Me Too oh, wow. movement. But yeah, she's I, gorgeous I have a, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I really do have a love for that film for sure. some reason. Sure. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, I've seen it a few times. I actually enjoy it. All right. Another macho movie, Cobra. Sylvester I Stallone. <laughs> I mean, this is so, so cheesy. But literally the tagline, which when I was like a 10 year old kid, I thought was the coolest thing in the world the tagline was crime is the disease he's the cure amazing that was the tagline and you know he's got these like ray-ban glasses all in black again he's got this huge ridiculous gun he's got this gorgeous like vintage car you know and it's got that i always remember this i watched this movie and i was like eight years old with a bunch of other kids this film is like brutal gory you know it's about these big biker gangs who are like the serial killer gang and there's this big fight at the end where he literally picks up this guy and like you know kills him on a meat hook and just leaves him hanging there and we're all like we i don't know what what the hell our nannies were thinking you know anyway i thoroughly enjoy cobra it's pure sylvester stallone 80s cheese you're going like in the 80s cheesy uh, action movie direction but i know it's a bad movie and i i I found it again like two years ago i watched it danny just rolled her eyes and walked past me each time (laughs) and i thoroughly enjoyed it the music is all like it's ridiculous i love it all right another horror movie for me Final Destination. Oh, yeah. You'd love this film. I See, I've never seen the first one. That's the only they've, good one. Yeah, they've made a bunch of sequels, yeah. which I've seen. And ugh, I mean, I they're... say good. It's still ridiculous. Again, I don't like the over-gore, and these are really gory, just 
inventive ways to kill people. Yeah, I mean, it's like six or seven over-the-top insane deaths. Right. But the first one has some some decent story to it. I mean, it, it started a huge spinoff of yeah, it's like Devin six Sauer. movies. Yeah. Devin Sauer, who I adored after Casper. He was like, my God. Oh, yeah, he's the kid from... Yeah. Oh, so creepy. Can I keep you? That always that spooks line. me out when he says that to her. Can I keep it's you? It's not a creepy, can I keep you? Maybe that's you? like a Buffalo Bill. No. Can I keep you? <laughs> Don't ruin that movie for me. Oh, I, my God. I watched that it's three so funny. times in Chicks the cinema. Chicks love that line. You're not the first person who's defended that. I found that so weird He's when he said that to her. He's saying he wants her to stay in the house and love her. Yeah, he wants to keep <laughs> her like his that's... prisoner and feed her. You're adding... He puts the lotion in the basket. No, don't do this, Tony. <laughs> Anyways, Devon Sawa, Final, Final Destination. Destination. Gory, cheesy horror. You enjoy it. I do. You should screen it for me one day when we do the horror yeah, nights. Just for, for Halloween. fun. Yeah. Okay, again, this is a film that I actually kind of love and I almost didn't put it on this list. Uh, because I think it was intentionally made this cheesy, which is Starship Troopers. Oh, I love I know. Paul Verhoeven's, yeah. Because I, I mean, love it. It's Neil Patrick Harris. It's Denise Richards, yeah. you know, who's oh like God, she's a captain. Such a bad actress. She's terrible in this film, but absolutely gorgeous. Everything. The main guy as well, Casper Von Dian, who never really went right. on to do much more. And the film is intentionally over the top. Um, That's the point. But it's though. got some incredible like social satire. The the CG with the the aliens yeah. is actually pretty Spidery remarkable. Alien things. Uh, but I do thoroughly enjoy it. I remember watching this movie when I was at like my grandparents' house and my grandma the the look she gave me when <laughs> I was just watching this film was just like priceless like kids these days. Oh my god, <laughs> you know? what is And this? I was just sitting there glued you know, to the screen. My mom was the same. I I forget how we put this film on. My mom was sitting there like what is this crap? It is ridiculous. It is. It's so cheesy. There's some like um, love triangle between her oh, and yeah. the two guys. Yeah, the blonde and, well, yeah. and the blonde girl who's really good in it. She's That's like right. a badass. And Denise Richards is his real crush. And, and then the, Neil, as I said, Dougie Hauser turns up in this. Neil Patrick so Harris. It, it's, just, it's a really fun, I took it off, cheesy, but, yeah. dumb movie. It is. Hence, Guilty Pleasure. Correct. Definitely. All right. All right. My next one, and I've talked about this movie a lot, so I'll brush over it, is Into the Blue with... Um, oh, yeah. Paul Walker, Paul Walker and, and, Jessica and Jessica Alba. Alba. Never and seen it's it. actually... Um, you have spoken about this a few times. actor from Hawaii Five-0 is in it, which okay. I... Anyway. Scott Baio or B- Bakula? Or, yeah, something okay. like that. The thing about this movie is it's very visually beautiful. Okay. I mean, they're like gorgeous... Chisel. Oh, you mean Chiseled the people, the not pe- the cinematography? No, well, actually both. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the oceans and landscapes. No, 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 it is. Because it's all on like the gorgeous water with dolphins and sharks. But they're pretty and, fine too. Themselves. In the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, but it's like Jessica Alba at her hottest, right. Paul Walker at his hottest. It's weird, she doesn't do it for me. But they have like really good chemistry in right. this film. And it's a very sweet love story in essence. And then it's like shit goes wrong with a drug shipment and they find drugs in the ocean and da 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 da. It gets really corny. Right. Um, but and you love it. I love this movie. <laughs> I literally rented it because I couldn't find it yeah, last year. I haven't year. seen it. I, I love this film. That's a testament to how these films are guilty pleasures. As I, I said, like Encino Man, like Danny you and I were going crazy because <laughs> we couldn't find it. So we rented it. I was like, babe, it's five <laughs> bucks. And she's like, do it. Just <laughs> you know? do it. Yeah. And we were like, so worth That's how it. I felt about yeah. it too. It was fucking four ninety nine. Well, the worst thing is I own it. I know oh I do. God, we Tony. couldn't find it. That's worse. That's not true. Okay. We were too lazy to look. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, 
This pains me that I have to say it's a guilty pleasure, but it really is. Michael J. Fox's classic Teen Wolf. I love this movie. It's so sweet. It's so cheesy, though. It's so It was a big cheesy. hit riding off his high from Back to the Future. Yeah. This is when Michael J. Fox was, like, you know, such an A-lister. I've watched it two or three times in the last decade, and man, it's a pretty bad movie. <laughs> the acting's <laughs> terrible. The makeup years. is terrible. I mean, it's a high school movie where, he, you know, he becomes, uh, you know, werewolf. a werewolf. Um, it, it's really lame. There's something about him that I just I find so endearing. I agree. So that's kind of why I put it on there. Um, it's waned for me in the years, this movie, but I still do find it a bit of a guilty pleasure. I haven't seen I it. I can revisit it like every few years. When did it come out? 80. 80s, 86, 87. I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, like a few years after. Yeah. Right. So I hadn't seen it for a good 10, 15 years until some years ago. And okay. as I said, in the last decade, I've probably seen it two or three times and have each time like <laughs> mildly enjoyed it okay. like out of nostalgia I, I find some sense of enjoyment but it's not great okay next i'm gonna give you uh this was right when all the dance movies were really big like save the last dance and all those movies honey oh that's jessica alba it's right jessica i never alba saw it, again. thank god so this is again my sister would make me watch I mean, don't all get these me wrong dance she's movies. got a rock and bod you know she's a great dancer in this film right she's like a hip-hop dancer and she's like in the you know bad area of town and she's poor and she's kind of trying to make a living and she's really good to all she's these a people bad girl with a bad habit no she's known as like she's really sweet and she teaches the poor kids dancing let me and guess her nickname's honey her actual name's honey oh okay um and she gets um basically discovered by in a club by this guy who does like uh, music videos right he's super creepy is totally like got the hots for her and wants to sleep with her and you know a whole story ensues right and there's a love story with her and a guy who owns the barbershop does it have anyone else in it or is she really the she's, she's kind of it no okay. the guy who's the bad guy he's definitely somebody he's got black hair and he's you're gonna kill I haven't me. Seen it. You're gonna kill me afterwards. You're I guess it was a dumb question. That one you're gonna be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have a soft spot for this movie. Again, it's a dance movie I used to watch with my sister and no, kind of love it. Oh, I don't want to hijack that. I just made me remember one because I'm not a big fan go of Jessica it. Alba. Good luck, Chuck, with Jessica yes. Alba and around uh, the same time. What, what's that guy's name? The, oh, Dane Cook. Yeah, that comedian. It's so funny. That film is really well again it's funny but that's a film that shockingly is really sweet it's really sweet yeah. because everyone he has sex with the next person that girl meets she, they get married with that's why it's called good luck chuck and it's this super raunchy movie that you know i won't lie at first attracted my attention because i heard it had like tons <laughs> of, of sex boobs, in it yeah uh, which it does but it's this it's really dumb and lame but it's surprisingly really sweet yeah good luck it chuck is. that's like a guilty pleasure for me i haven't seen it in years but i remember when i watched that i was like wow i thoroughly enjoyed that and then i watched it again a few years after that and i was like wow this still, it's just it's nice it's yeah. a nice film it, it's sweet it has a really sweet message surprisingly sweet and yeah. dane cook i actually like him in that film yeah, you know I like it too. dane cook what happened to that guy man that know. guy headlined madison avenue and now like he headlines like the comedy store oh, wow. you know? it's crazy he was like the biggest comedian in the world 15 Didn't he have years some ago scandal I don't know. Yeah, that like he yeah. stole a joke. I I think he's making a comeback. He was in American Gods. Oh, he was wow. in an episode of American Gods. I was like, is that Dane Cook? Oh wow. It was actually quite good in it. 
All right. Anyway, oh, my, my turn, turn right? Really. I actually can't believe this is so low on my list because this is like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the ultimate guilty pleasure, the ultimate Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Commando. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I am not putting twins on this list as guilty pleasure, by the way, because I love twins. I love twins. I love twins. It's so good. I think twins is hilarious. I think hilarious. everybody loves twins. So do I, but not critics, you oh. know. Um, but I'm not putting it as a guilty pleasure because I just straight up love it. Yeah. Commando, on the <laughs> other hand, is one of the most ridiculous things ever did you leave anything behind for us only bodies you know <laughs> where'd he go i let him go <laughs> you know um i, I thought you said that. you'd kill me last i lied i mean this is arnold schwarzenegger with a m60 in one arm a bazooka in the other arm <laughs> blowing people up left and right this is in the 80s at the apex of the sylvester stallone and um arnold schwarzenegger like rivalry where literally like the posters would be like make his muscles bigger put more oil oil on him more explosions more explosions so they did rambos and then they did commando you know commando is so over the top so ridiculous so badly acted, you know, and so enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching this with my friends in their parents' room with a door locked because it was rated 18, which is R in America, when I was like seven years old. And it was just the most glorious thing ever. And I've, I, I've watched this movie 20 times and I still love it today. It's <laughs> so much fun and it defies any plausibility. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love Commando. Sounds amazing. All right, what All you right, got? Um, We're getting to the home stretch. I'm not going to lie, Twilight series. So here's okay. the thing about the Twilight series. I know you, you I, I know you say you like the, the first, first one. The first one's not a guilty pleasure, right? I read all the books, yeah, right? Me too. Twice. So I won't lie. I enjoyed these films mm. as they came out. I really did. Yeah. I you look at the quality of the films. They are decent films. Yes, there are mm. sparkling vampires. Everybody get over it. But it became so popular to hate these movies right. that it was almost ridiculous. Afterwards. Because yes. at the time, they got bigger and bigger. They were what everyone was talking about. Correct. They were like the Marvel movies. Yeah. They were like, you know, John But I Wick genuinely or... like, would go to the film. I dragged my husband to three of them. Right. God bless him. Um I really enjoy them, and I'm not going to lie. Certain ones I just go back and watch on television. So which ones do you go back to? Which ones do you like the most? I really enjoy the last two. Okay. Because they're most action-packed, and she becomes well, a badass. Well, the second to last one is terrible when she's pregnant, and they have sex, and they break the bed and everything. No, I love it. Oh, okay. So totally that one it. I'll give to you as a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but like the last one is really good. Pretty epic. I it's mean, actually, that scene on the ice. And the, and the twist the and twist. everything that's not in the book was oh, brilliant. Killed me. And the first one is actually really good. And so here's something I'll say, because I don't know if I've actually announced this on our podcast. My wife has refused to watch the Twilight movies for years and years and i was like danny you're gonna like these i guarantee and she was what you said part of the troop of it's just popular to hate them yeah i finally got her to watch twilight a couple months ago and we binged all of them oh my god she got so I, into I it knew she would love she got them. so into it and she loved actually she loved them all but she loved 
the last one. Yeah. She was last gripping the chair. She was like, oh my God. And she was all like, Jacob Edward. It was so funny. That entire scene where uh, I forget who it is. She runs, jumps on him and breaks his neck. Yeah. Um, it's a brilliant movie, yeah. that last one. The last one's great, and the first one is highly I also enjoyable. actually enjoy um, the one where she finds out... Uh, oh, New Moon. New I Moon, actually the do second invo- one. I, I do... In- actually, I'm not... You like them all. I it's okay. I freaking love them. It's okay. And it's... Hence your guilty pleasures. Here's the thing. The entire... A, it's two things that I very much enjoy in love stories. You have a love triangle. Yeah. She's really in love with two, one more than the other, but she is in love with them both. Yeah. And that always creates good drama for me. Thus, I like the freaking Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Look, this whole franchise was the talk of the town. It was huge. It wasn't just a big box office sensation. It's the books, the like the comics, the, yeah. the, the lunch boxes, freaking everything. I mean, it was a sensation and it went for like years and years and years the last movie made nearly a billion dollars right and the the point is vampires are attractive because they're immortality and and have power and it's 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 gonna always be to me something fascinating when they when they do these shows i am the first to line up i am supernatural is my favorite show to make people feel good about it who want to be part of the oh i'll hate it just to hate it Call them guilty pleasures. Yes. They are the ultimate guilty pleasures. They, they are. are. But as I said, sparkling I mean, vampires. I saw Twilight three times in the theater <laughs> so with did a I. dude. That's you know? hilarious. And we really enjoyed it. But I won't lie on that sparkly scene where they're lying in the yeah. meadows. We looked at each other like, yo, what, hey, what bro. <laughs> What's up? You know, like, <laughs> no, you know? I love them. I had to no, put I'm them down because I adore in my them. Masculinity. No, no, it's a great choice. The whole freaking franchise is a guilty pleasure. Yep. Okay, The Last Dragon. Have you ever seen this movie? Oh, I feel like I have. Tell me the it's story. It's the ultimate cheesy 80s Last movie. Dragon. It's like a Bruce Lee kind oh, of no. ripoff I don't think I about have. this guy who has to find his like inner she. And it's this like African American black dude who's this like karate martial arts specialist. And it's like uh, this gorgeous chick who's this pop singer. Uh, it is. Show Nuff is the bad guy. It's got awful 80s song mm. pop songs and it is so good <laughs> i love the last dragon i saw it as a kid and loved it and i've seen it a couple of times i've bought it it's hard to find because it's like a cult film um the last dragon and when i went to comic-con i met that guy there it was actually kind of sad because he had a little booth with his poster because the film's you know, one he's like a one hit wonder guy from 40 years ago and the poster was like falling off and i like i helped him Aww. like tape it back up but still i love meeting him he was That's there like cute. signing autographs uh anyone who loved the movie was like oh i love this guy it was awesome the last dragon the last dragon all right i'm gonna cover these as a sort of one two three okay because we covered them in netflix yeah, which is almost done the rom-coms that i love that are netflix originals the kissing booth to all the boys I've loved before, set it up. Danny got me into these movies, right. and I love them all. I like The Kissing Booth. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure. Oh, it's but totally I guess a guilty pleasure. I mean, I it's, it's super corny. I mean, there's a million rom-coms, you know? I found it sweet. I still think it's kind of a guilty yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Same with all the boys I've loved before. I haven't set seen it that. up. Set it up, you didn't like. I liked it. Uh, that's the one about the assistants. Oh, right, yeah, right, right. you didn't right. like it. Um, anyways... Those are three Netflix rom-coms that are really cute and really cheesy. Okay. All right. My next one is The Ultimate Guilty Pleasure. Uh, Gremlins is like a a classic horror comedy. Gremlins 2 is so Mm -hmm. good. 
I mean, Key and Peele did Key and Peele did one of the most epic sketches on Gremlins Two. Oh, Haven't really? I talked about this? Oh, Gremlins Two, no. Okay, so Gremlins is a bit scary. Yeah, it is. You know, it's a bit scary. It's um, you know. Yeah, it's a bit scary. It's like a Christmas kind of horror movie. Yeah. Uh, And I enjoy it, but it takes itself very seriously. Uh, Gremlins 2 does the exact opposite. It is so ridiculous and so over the top. There is a female sexy gremlin. There is a brainiac gremlin who's like, oh, yes, Charles, I'm super smart. There is a vampire gremlin. There is a, you know, a a vegetable gremlin. There There are... It's ridiculous. Key and Peele do this sketch where there's a writer's room in like 1989 writing the sketch for Gremlins 2. And um, uh, what's his name? Jordan Peele comes in and he's like, okay, guys, this is the ideas room. All right, what do you want in Gremlins 2? And he's like, everyone, just give me your ideas. He's like, (laughs) we should have like a Terminator Grim. It's in the movie. We should have uh, a Brainiac Gremlin. I love it. I love where you head at. You're so crazy. I don't even care. It's in the movie. And he goes around the table everyone comes up with ridiculous ideas and uh michael keegan key's like uh we'd never do that uh guys no we wouldn't do it's like yep i don't even care anymore it's in the movie it's in the movie and at the end it's like every single one of these things is in the movie it's so ridiculous and i love it oh it's got a rambo gizmo like as rambo with the headband like hulk hogan's in this looney tunes comes into this movie It's so ridiculous. Oh, that's funny. I thoroughly enjoy Gremlins 2. It is the ultimate guilty pleasure. Excellent. I must see it. Yeah, you def- definitely have to. I own it. Excellent. I had to like seek for it. I had, literally had to sort it out because it was hard to find. You sought it. I did. I sought it out and I found it. <laughs> okay. You're going to laugh at this one too. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Uh, good. So I watched it once. Remember it being terrible. I've never seen it oh, again. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's not even Keanu, it's right? It's not. It's Jason Patrick. Look, that's what everyone hated, right? right? It is Sandra Bullock. It's still that same kind of idea, except obviously it's with a boat. And it's the same black dude like, you blew up my car. And I was like, you blew up my boat. Same thing. (laughs) They really tried to just take take what worked. Right. And redo the movie. Without Keanu. Without Keanu. Which is the mistake. I bet you if it was in it, it would have been more successful. Maybe. Um... I still loved it somehow. I don't know why. It's probably not. It's it's at the bottom of my list. Right. But it is kind of a guilty pleasure. I did enjoy it as an action movie. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm literally down to like my last three or four. How many do you have? Just, yeah, a couple more. Okay, good. These films are pretty bad, but um, like, okay, The Love Guru with Mike <laughs> Myers. Yeah. A lot of people say this film ended his career. Like that's how much people, people vehemently hate this movie. Right. I think it's adorable. I mean, Justin Timberlake's in this movie is this like Canadian, like sex machine guy, (laughs) you know, and uh, Jessica Alba's in this again. Uh, I just I think it's really dumb. Um, It's not great, but I've seen it a couple of times. I I love Mike Myers as well. So Love Guru, it's kind of like if you want something really stupid, you have a couple drinks. That's a guilty pleasure. Sounds good. You're next. Um, The Hallmark movies. Oh, God. Well, that's like endless. Endless. I'm going to give you the ones I love. Okay. How about it? Uh, Christmas Prince. But that's not Hallmark. That's Netflix. 
Isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, shit. That yeah. was that was that but was Netflix. They, they remind you of Hallmark. They remind movies. me of Hallmark. But That's now right. Netflix are a doing. A Star all these for films. Christmas was definitely that Hallmark. might be Hallmark. Yeah. So a Star for Christmas. I told Danny to watch watch it. Is like the ultimate cheesy movie about small town girl who's a baker, and a celebrity comes to town to film a movie, and she falls in love with him. She doesn't know who he is, and it's ultimately cheesy. Um, yeah, I love that movie. Okay. Just gonna, that's going to be your like headline yeah, for the, the Hallmark well, ones. Well, the other two was a Christmas Prince and a Christmas Prince Two, which I thoroughly enjoy. Which those I movies. really like. <laughs> those are Netflix. So cheesy. They, they are. are Netflix, but they're they're super sweet. And Even then I was, like them. What was that other Hallmark one that came out this last year? Oh, Christmas Inheritance. That's also Netflix. Also Netflix. Yeah. Okay, so maybe these and are all Netflix. And then the one with the uh, not Demi Lovato, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. girl from High School Musical. That was also really cute. Yeah, that's also Netflix. Yeah. So okay, maybe these were Netflix Christmas <laughs> Originals, movies. Yeah. yeah, they were so cute. All right, uh, my other one is again terrible film. Uh, not another teen movie. The reason why I, I do like, like this it. is because it just runs all those tropes. It I mean, it's John Hughes High School. Yeah. And it's literally all the movies you love. Yeah. I mean, we just did John Hughes as a spotlight episode like a month or so ago. So you've got Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You've yeah. got Breakfast Club. You've got Pretty in Pink. You've got all these great movies. And, and then also the cast because you've got a young Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. You know, and all these other actors. Molly Ringwald shows that again. up. I just watched it like a month ago. It's got like the kids from Freaks and Geeks in it. It's like a hard R-rated movie. Again, it came out after Scary Movie when they started parodying all these films. But this is one of the ones of all that cluster that came out that's actually not terrible. I remember it being pretty funny. It's quite good. It's quite funny. Uh, It's a bit over the top. um, But I enjoy it. Yeah. Not another teen movie. And Molly Ringwald shows up in it as well. At the end, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Fucking teenagers. Yeah, that was really good. All right, what you got? I'm done. Okay, good. I have two more. Um, Sucker Punch Right Zack Snyder um, I really enjoy this movie This one's a bit more serious Yeah this one's a bit more serious But it's a I mean I don't even know Is it really a guilty pleasure for me Now I'm like doubting myself Because I actually like this movie But it's universally hated And reviled huh. by people But I don't know why it's a guilty pleasure I guess I put it as a guilty pleasure because of that, hates it. but I'm not fuck the start, status quo. <laughs> like I am not part of the status quo. Right. I actually really enjoy this movie, so I'm making a stand that comes off the list. Making it's actually a, a it's a good fantasy movie. It's got a great soundtrack, great cast. I love the visual style of Zack Snyder. Why am I still talking about it if Why I don't think it's you? a guilty pleasure? Fine, I think this last one, as us as Brits, is the best movie we could cap off our guilty pleasure movies. I unabashedly love this film spice world the movie i still haven't seen it oh my god so this is a film i had to like search for on amazon and buy for like 30 dollars oh my god because i couldn't find it anywhere you know um and it was a huge hit when it came out back in the day they were so hot at the time it is terrible but i love it and i don't know if i've told this story before I was such a fan of the Spice Girls. You're right. They were like bigger than the Beatles in the 90s. Um, I took my baby sister and my two little brothers out to see Spice Girl the movie when secretly they were complaining the entire time. But I took them like I was bringing them to watch it. But I was the one dying to see it. And I'm not going to lie. I was like 19, (laughs) maybe 20. (laughs) Um, 
I, I mean, Richard E. Grant's in this thing. Roger Moore's in this thing. Meat Loafer's in this thing. Elton John's in this thing. It's, and then, of course, all the Spice Girls. Um, it's just so dumb and fun. Um, and as I said, I sought it out like a couple years ago and bought it. And I've watched it three times since then. It's just such a guilty pleasure. And it's a perfect example of like a time capsule of nostalgia. Yeah, of course. But it's just so enjoyable. And then they went on a whole Spice Girls kick again after that. <laughs> I wish they would come back. I know. Ah, miss them. They should do a tour at Posh least. Spice said she'll never do it. The others said they are doing it. Oh. Now we're going on our whole Spice Girls. I think tangent. that's a great one to cap it off because yeah. even though I haven't seen it, I know it is definitely it's, a guilty pleasure. Oh, it's so cheesy, and and they can't act to save their life. Oh. And then they've got like great actors like Richard E. Grant and freaking uh, Roger Moore, James Bond himself. Okay, well that was a fun list. Yeah, it was fun. Guilty pleasures. Uh, it's probably too late to have said uh, take your pens and you know paper out, but jot down some of those movies because I love it when our listeners actually like a lot of them will give me feedback that they you know oh i discovered this movie from your podcast or i forgot about that movie or oh i watched this film that you mentioned it was so good so a couple of people today even asked me so you know go back re-listen to it if you want to uh guilty pleasure movies are great when you've had a rough day bad day at work you know you just want some escapism exactly. you just want some fun uh i think there is a film here for everyone absolutely absolutely all right well, that was a successful episode. I liked it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Good night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My weekly reminder is don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, you can send us an email anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave your iTunes reviews. Five stars would be very appreciated. And also, if you love and support this podcast, don't forget to love and support our sponsor, Great Oral Health. You can get the promo code and the link in the show notes below. Don't forget to place your order today, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.